welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are amazing. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. It's your moderator B. Jones and I'm here in the house feeling a little bit better. It's been a crazy last uh, six or seven days. COVID's been all and up and through my house, uh, but I'm here sharing it with my guys, so I'm going to bring them on in. Uh, Faison, you up first, man. What's happening? Um, It's been good. It's been a lot of COVID going on, um, <laughs> I can say the least, but uh, somehow we were, we were able to dip and dodge and, and uh, you know, get those right things going, so we were okay, but um, no, listen, school starts tomorrow. I'm excited. I can't wait. The sad thing is that um, so does work, so. <laughs> and there's that. You were day late in both of those categories, <laughs> but it's all good. Uh, Fresh, what's happening, brother? You know what it is, another beautiful day here on the mothership, making it happen, trapping, rapping, scrapping. I don't know. There it is. <laughs> DJ, what's going on, man? How you feeling? All good as always, baby. Taking one day at a time, living life to the fullest. Trying my best. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Coach K, what you got going on in your neck of the woods? Man, what's going on? I am 51 hours, 38 minutes, and 37 seconds into my 72-hour fast. So, hmm. but I'm good. What inspired this, uh, this fast? It was just time, man. Just time to do another one. Guys, you start the new year off, right? Just and water. Just a uh, water, lemon, just cayenne water. pepper. Yep. Just water. That's it. Nothing else. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. Congratulations. So Way to go. So when you break, real quick, when you break that, how did? What do you start with? Just juices when you first come off of it, or what? A big ass steak. He just no, because I'm not gonna <laughs> he gonna smoke something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because I'm only doing 72 hours. I don't. I don't have to do that. Okay. That uh, you know, reintegration of food. Gotcha. Okay. It's so it's amazing what subject? 24 hours difference will do. Like if I did four, yeah, I'd probably need to break it in a little bit easier. Gotcha. You know. So if you did so, four days as opposed to three. Yep. I mean, four wouldn't be that bad, but definitely at five, oh, for sure, you know. So is there a specific criteria you use to determine whether or not, you know, you're going to do a three versus a five versus a seven? Because you, you've done the gamut of these, uh, these uh, fads. Yeah, so I was going to do a seven this time. But we got to travel on Saturday, so I didn't plan well. So it's fine. I'll just do the three, and then I don't know. I might reconvene next week, maybe. Okay, nice little jump start then. I got you. Yeah, but um, I, I want to do a fourteen. A lot of prayer and meditation going in. What, what's one. the longest you've gone so far? The seven. So. How do you, is it, can you jump back? Like, can you do the three as you're doing now, then eat and then do the number three? Or is that your body? You can. Like it's, called a rolling, it's called the rolling 72s. Oh. Okay, you do cool. three, you eat one day, and then you jump right back on the next day. Wow. Okay. And is your fast... Is this um, water that's it like all day, like sun up, sundown, like 24 hours? Or is it that's like it. sundown goes, you get the meal? Nope, just straight water. Straight water. And I try to do, um, I try to do uh, a gallon of water a day. And how does this benefit you? There's many, many, uh, uh, benefits so for me um it helps regulate blood pressure um but it also um does things like reset your insulin sensitivity 
um, you go through a thing called um, uh, doggone it, esophagy, cell esophagy, where basically um, your body goes through a process where it starts to uh, autophagy. Um, your body goes through a process where it goes and finds the old cells um, that are in need of repair and it just gets rid of them. Like, let's just get rid of these. We'll build some new ones. Um, you totally rebuild your immune system. Uh, you usually got to do more than three days to do that, though. You rebuild your immune system. Your body goes and finds proteins that are folded over on themselves and gets rid of them, recycles them. So there's a lot, a lot of things. Um, it's super recommended for anybody that's take chemotherapy. Um, they do the fast before they do their chemo. It makes it a lot easier on the body and the system. So there's, there's so many different things. They, you know, it has benefits to people who may have cancer or tumors or, um, there's a lot. And I get the benefit, the, the one that's for people who getting over COVID. You know, we got one, one for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, really and truly, like even even for people that have taken the vaccine and they want to detox from, um, you know, the metal that's in the vaccine because there is metal in the vaccine when you take it. Um, you could fast and it'll detox that portion of the vaccine there it is man health tips to start off the 13th floor this week man uh before we go any further fresh I'm oh get... and, and then of course the the other thing is just you know the ultimate level of discipline of you know hey i'm just i'm just gonna drink water for this amount of time you know meanwhile asher and wendy just killed some chick-fil-a <laughs> yeah, the, you, you gotta have make sure you have strong willpower. Your mind will be great, man. Your will has gotta be strong. <laughs> yep. The environment, bro. Yep. Yeah, I think the environment, man. Uh, you gotta be in a supportive environment. But you know, if you if you got the goal and all, you're gonna be able to really like push through that. You know what you're trying to accomplish, especially like the health benefits that you spoke to, and then. Like that insulin, um, I guess just like really clearing and cleaning your blood system, getting rid of some of those old bad cells. Like that, that, that sounds amazing to me. I, I'm definitely down to give it a shot um, in the near near future. Yeah, man, you got the discipline for it, man. Let me know when you're ready, man. We'll, we'll start you off with three. You know, um, I would definitely recommend, um, you know, you want to stop drinking coffee probably like the week before. Good thing I don't drink coffee. Because having to deal with that coffee withdrawal in the first couple of days, that that's definitely Man, tough. You talk about that damn coffee headache. I don't know, bro. That damn COVID headache is like, I've never had the coffee headache, but walking around here, I've never had migraines, but I kind of I, I sympathize with those like Art and who have had them. Hey, that migraine like, is no joke, Jack. Right, right, stupid. Like, just bells ringing, like, all day. Like, no real, like, light sensitivity, but just feeling like that pressure and that balloon, like, it, it, it's terrible. Yep. And nothing you can do about it. I, I mean, in, 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 the, in the sense of the coffee headache, you you get some caffeine in you and it, and it goes away almost instantly. It's gone. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. So, but before we go any further, man, I got to get that positivity in with my man Fresh. Uh, drop a, that fresh ovation on us for the week. All right. We're going to keep this thing like a, um, an oasis in the desert. You know, it's, it's short but deep. Um, focus on the things that count. I think that... Uh, myself included we get caught up doing so much stuff having so much going on and uh we'll get lost in taking the opportunity to make sure that we continue to focus on what counts just like carol with uh his fasting the ability to uh have the temptation of chick-fil-a within hands reach and still be able to chug down that jug of water that's focus that's that's understanding he has a greater goal and, and desire that he's looking to reach and making sure to keep that attention focused where it counts. 
So we're going to keep that thing sweet, short, and uh, we fresh it, baby. Focus on what counts. Let's get it. Let's get it. So let's focus on what counts, man. Uh, so I definitely, definitely was not expecting to fall into the category of the ones who ended up with this dog on COVID-19. I thought I was a monster. I thought I was going to be able to escape it. I got vaccinated. I was feeling good. I was dipping and dodging and ducking and dodging some more, like Art was saying, been in and out of Florida, Tennessee, you name it, Philly, been all over the place. And somehow I managed to pick this junk up. I think it came from my daughter's school. And um, it ran, well, actually, it didn't start with me. Started with her. Mia had it, but, well, I don't even know if she had it, but she was sick for like two days. And Chris got it and tested positive. And then it just kind of ran through the rest. Um, and, you know, we just been in here, uh, quarantined and such. Um, but what I will say is that we were one of the lucky ones um, where, you know, we kind of just get to stay at home, drink tea, eat soup and uh, rest and just kind of let the symptoms just pretty much subside. So, you know, it, it definitely seems like, you know, it, it is manageable for those with, you know, uh, heightened immune systems or, if you got vaccinated or whatnot, but it is a, it was a little bit scary, especially having Sonny in the house because you just don't really know what to expect in that situation. So it's like you run through the preventative measures, right? Wiping everything down, wearing your mask constantly. And then after like day two, you see how unpractical that stuff kind of actually is especially the wearing the mask 24 7 because Sonny being the rambunctious little boy he is you know he runs up to you and just snatches that joint off <laughs> grabs and goes so it's like oh thanks thanks yeah you get all of that all of that um but you know I felt pretty good now getting over it um you know it's, it's not the end of the world as most people would you know kind of think think it would be um I didn't have any severe, severe issues and, you know, just thankful for all of that in, in between time. So I think um, what I've been trying to tell people, because it seems like everybody I know has had it or is catching it as time passes, like this Omicron variant is just spread like wildfire. Uh, but just those things that you can do to kind of make it a little bit more manageable, um, especially knowing that this variant, even though it spreads like wildfire, is supposed to be a lot less um, severe when it comes to the uh, disease. Um, and I think the, the biggest thing, if you can afford to, is, uh, is sleep. Um, and I say that because Chris was able to get over hers in probably about two days, whereas mine kind of lingered between three and five, I would say. I still have some of those like minor symptoms, but for the most part, I think I'm good. It's like walking around with like a cold at this point. But um, sleep, I think, was very, very important. And then what we were eating at the same time, um, doing a lot of soup, uh, vegetable soup, no real like protein or meat protein in it, um, but vegetable soup, warm stuff, and a lot of orange juice. Um, and orange juice specifically, because we were worried about this, um, man, I know the name. The overactive immune system, the uh, cytokine storm, the cytokine storm effect or whatnot that's supposed to come if you are taking other supplements. There's not anything real conclusive when it comes to the elderberry, um, but it's supposed to uh, be a trigger for that cytokine storm. So just orange juice, water, staying hydrated or whatnot, and just kind of waiting this thing out. Um, that's that's pretty much what we did um, to get over this stuff. And then once I started feeling a little bit better, and it was perfect timing because uh, it snowed uh, yesterday. Got to get out there and play around in the snow a little bit and, you know, play with the kids and everything and not be too worried about catching anything worse than what I already had. So, yeah, just um, those things, I would say, um, are what worked for me. Now, Carol, I know you were a little sick or it was in your household, you know, around the same time as it was mine. Art, nothing confirmed. I don't think anything confirmed on your end either, Carol. But you know, <laughs> we can't even go get confirmation over here right now. I mean, people are in line for five, six hours just to take a test. The crazy yeah. part is that 
it's not like down here, 15 minutes, maybe max. It's crazy. Really? Yes. I shouldn't have said that wow. out loud now because now it's going to all come to my side. But yeah, nothing. There's literally right by the mall. You can just literally pull up, get it to them, pull out. No problem. I don't know on my side. Two hours before I got my test. I was in and out in 15 minutes. So I had to wait <laughs> two hours. <laughs> but so, for everybody, everybody who listened to all this, and uh, we're going to name this one, I got COVID. Now what? <laughs> so uh, this is the thing you can do for afterwards. Brett is still here. He's made it through. Um, you know, this man is, is healthy. His family is healthy. Everyone, everyone is okay. Nothing we've seen to this point. So, you know, it is positive. You can do good things, but, you know, just really, really, really take care of yourself. Make sure you're doing the right thing prior to, to make that process easier if you do. And, and, and that's the key. It's, it's your immune starting point prior to anything. And I think that dictates how you're able to, to handle whatever is to come because we don't know. Was it the flu? Was it COVID? I don't know. All I know is that Astro and I, we were done with it in two days. Like we ran the gambit of fever, chills, body ache, two days done. Like neither one of us were even really coughing or nose running or anything. None of that. Um, you know, we think whatever it is, Wendy brought it back with her from South Florida the week before Christmas and oh, man. You know, her, her cough is still, you know, healthy cough. Like, man, okay. You, you, you got something on your Sound, chest. Sounding rather Omicron-ish. Florida, Florida, Florida is a different beast. So if she may have picked up the, the Titan of them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's interesting, but um, the key is, I think your, your baseline of health, has to be in a good place first. And I think that's the part that we're not paying enough attention to is, hey, let's 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 raise people's baseline level of health and have people do some things to strengthen their immune system, strengthen their bodies. And then, you know, you don't have to worry about, I mean, you still worry, but you don't worry about the severity or having to make that trip to the hospital. So speaking of raising that baseline of healthcare, because I mean, you're very, particular about what you put into your body as well and I know you have a few different regimens um that you practice on a regular crazy so um the before or when Wendy first came back automatically I made that trip to Whole Foods um you know I started juicing some stuff you know uh cucumber, ginger, lemon, garlic, watercress, um, turmeric. Um, you know, that was the juice. And even, even Asher was on it. And then we got sick. We, I went, instead of juicing it, I actually put it in the uh, Vitamix. And, you know, everybody was taking it, you know, like shots, you know, every, every few hours. So, all right, go ahead and get yourself a shot. Um, and like I say, even Asher was drinking it and, you know, there's different things you can do, man, to make sure that your body's going to respond well or, or, or have what it needs to help. Right. By no means are we saying, you know, this is a cure or, you know, we know how to beat COVID. Um, but there's definitely things you can do to put yourself in a good situation and increase the odds of, OK, you know, this is going to be quick. And uh just for just general overall health. I mean, I think prepping that week, which was last week, and then me jumping into the fast, it was it was easy because after Christmas Day, so the 26th is when I started feeling kind of sick. The 27th, the 28th, I didn't really eat those days because, you know, I was just sick, didn't feel it. So I had two days of fast last week. Three days this week, you know. Easy money. Yeah, easy. Adds up. It's crazy because I wasn't sure I was going to be able to dodge um, anything because Arenze had diarrhea. We were like, oh, oh, here it comes. It's about to get crazy in here. Um, and we got that email that came from the school that said, um, 
Diarrhea is you know, never symptoms. Check your kids. You know, we may have something in the classroom. We're like, well, whose classroom was it? Was it his? Because they, they don't tell you the exact classroom. It's a school. freaking problem. And <laughs> so, that's why I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish, man. I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to let it off the chest. So I feel like that's why we ended up with it in the first freaking place. So it, near school, send, they send us a letter. Before, we used to get an, an email every day because somebody was testing positive or there was a close contact every day. And if your child was in close proximity, then they'll give you more information. Um, but you knew something happened when it happened daily. It seems like after the first marking period, uh, they got away from that for whatever reason, superintendent or whoever thought it was a great idea to just post it on the Anne Arundel County website. And if you are, you're a parent that wants to know the information, you gotta go find it. Well, how many parents are gonna take the time out of their busy schedules with everything else they're doing to go check the website if they're not alerted or if the child doesn't come home coughing or something like that, right? But the website is just general, general they still can't put, it was in Miss Smith's class. They can't put that information legally. So it really is when they put those numbers is sometimes you'll do, you'll do that school has five new cases. It has, but you don't know if that's teachers, you don't know if that's students, you don't know if that's people who reported coming in, vendors. So there's those numbers can still be misleading. 30 new cases in one day. And we don't find out until after the fact, like, they, I think that happened between Monday and Tuesday. We didn't find out until the evening, uh, until Wednesday evening or whatever. So the communication, like, it was terrible. So we weren't, we didn't have, I guess, the ability to kind of mitigate our own. Now, she might have brought it home anyway, but I feel like, okay, if you know Monday, Tuesday, you got all of these cases in your class, in the school, they may as well just stay home because they're going on break anyway. Right. And so, yeah, that, that kind of pissed me off because it didn't uh, afford us, I feel like, the appropriate time to be able to mitigate and you know, put whatever protection we wanted to have in place to kind of help ourselves out, but end up working out the best anyway. BJ, you, you mentioned, you said that, that they, they kind of don't tell you the full, like the detail information. Is that because it's public or is that also public and private that they, they can't tell you? Well, they can't tell you, legally, they can't tell you who has it or what classroom, like they oh. can't say in, in, in Mr. Jones' class, they legally, they can't do that. They can only, yeah, before, you can get those phone calls now to do due diligence. Like you said, if they have been, if they're contact tracing like they should and say, hey, you should have got a call if Mia was anywhere near anybody who was tested positive. But at the same time, with 30 new cases, again, that, that number is, when I say that out loud, that's crazy in one day that they know of. Like, I don't know if they're even doing the, the contact tracing like they were doing at the beginning of the school year. Down here, I can tell you they're not doing it. They're no, reporting it's not, it's not they to the school, but they're not, really, they're not really contact tracing like they used to. Before, like, anybody who went into a room had to sign in at the door like if the yeah. principal enters a, a classroom, you have to sign in at the door. If when I was working before I left um, previous employer, like as a visitor to school, I had to sign in every classroom that we would visit, walking through a school. They don't. They're not doing that stuff no more. No, you're right. Everybody mm -hmm. got lax. Everybody, yeah. um, the 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 real hysteria and and everybody being truly scared of it kind of dissipated over summer 2020. That starts and, with leadership. It starts with leadership. Yeah, and then a thousand percent. All of the laws that were put in place, it can't, you can't make masks, you can't mandate masks in the state of Florida for students, right? There was the things that they just, they took out of control, locals of control of the people who needed to make the decision. That shouldn't be a decision that's made up in Tallahassee. That should be made a decision in South Florida, where South Florida is the one suffering from all cases. If the Panhandle, Central Florida, whatever, are not doing that, then they can make their own decision. Yeah. But other states have let that. Like a school can make a school principal in some states can make the decision, mask or mandated now, for the next two weeks. 
they can say we're going to remote instruction for two weeks at this school because of the numbers. They took back the locals of control away and took it up at the state level, and that's a whole joke right now. So. Mm. So what's interesting with all this is that um, I don't know if you guys heard in France, they've discovered a new variant. Yep. <laughs> but the WHO has not named it a variant of concern as of yet. They actually discovered it in November. The French are saying it's even more contagious than the Omicron variant. Um, but uh, apparently, um, there are variants out there that we know nothing about that the WHO has learned about, and they determine if one's a variant. Yeah, it depends on severity, or, which I don't know what the right. severity is probably based off of how many people got infected and how rapidly with that variant. Like when they find out about it, I'm sure it's like, okay, I know I, I literally had just watched the um, <clears throat> a little clip about it right before we jumped on. I think they said there were 12 cases of it. And so I'm sure it's related to, okay, only 12 within, you know, since November. So that's really not, you know, necessarily that big. But if it's 35 within, you know, 13 days or whatever their little average is, I'm sure it's all that factors into it. But I guarantee there are so many different variants of this thing that are out there and people who have the string of a string. There, there is that in the the crazy part about it is when Omicron first started, when it first detected, let me put it that way, first detected out of South Africa, the hubbub that now is being spread by Africans. They're like, oh, fast, quick. And oh. then all of a sudden it became it became a thing and, and the world came down and the US and everybody was like instead trust, of trying trust to, to believe they, they dropped it with, with this one too saying that it um, potentially came from, you know, the French were quick to, oh, no, nah, this didn't start here. Um, right. They, they said, said it, it originated in Cameroon. Oh, another, oh, wow, of course. So <laughs> this, that's the part to me of all this, like, so you can tell me every single thing is coming out of there, and then that's when the concern is you want to cut the rest of Africa off and sanctions to get the rest of, I mean, please. Like, y'all not doing that with any other country. Yeah, the first detected it, whatever the case may be, but it's just ironic that when it comes from, when it's detected to come from a place of African descent, then it's, it, it seems like the world is bashing that, like, we're in a pandemic, people. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, know, you know, you know, it, it is the world. We know, we know what it is. They try to fake on what it is. Yes. It ain't, it ain't <laughs> ironic. It is, it is how this, this, this globe turns. Yo, I cannot, I, I did not imagine starting off our first episode of 2022, having to look, to rewind back to the like, 10th episode of 2019. Like, it's crazy because it's just like, we're back in the same boat again that we went through. Um, uh, it's crazy. If you're listening to this now and you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe, um, hit the like button if you're into this. This is not a normal conversation we have. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just the closest that it's hit us. And yes, exactly. Sense. Exactly. So it's just, you know, listen, it's uh, there's more dig back deeper, but wow, what a crazy beginning of the year we've had so far. It is crazy. And then on top of that, you know, you look at the CDC guidance for um, quarantine now. The CDC okay. don't care no more, man. Okay. <laughs> That, and that's, right. that's, that's what's days. become horrible about society, right, is that they literally are beating down the people whose only job and focus is on trying to, you know, at least confine these things. And, and they, uh, society just beats them down so much that they just have their hands up and they're just like, you know what, y'all fine, do y'all. whatever. Do yeah, whatever but, bro. But, but here's the other part about the five days, right? So from most employers, we know all, all the uh covid protocols and things for you know people that get covid most of that's gone so your other option if you do catch covid and you want to get paid is you go on short-term disability well for most companies if you're only out for five days you cannot 
get short-term disability. Oh. Now let's drop. There is a bigger plot. You got to go seven on. days or more in order to qualify for short-term disability. So, <laughs> funny story. Um, my my mom just left here. Everything's fine. Nothing. No no symptoms or anything else. Somebody called her and told her she takes two people with her in a car to work, to drive to work, you know, a carpool, whatever. Um, they call her and say, hey, you know, I got, I got it. Just let you know, I'm not going to work for the next couple of days. She's like, cool, no problem. She said, but there's like 18 people at work that might have it. <laughs> so she was like, uh, hmm, okay. So you know, my mom, your mom, she's like, I'm going to double mask up. I'm wearing my surgery jacket. I'm going to get my gloves on. I'm going to be good. I was like, well, you probably just don't go in. She's like, no, I'm going to be fine. So then she went in today and she goes, I got a little call. And so she went to go get a test today. She goes, I'll know in 24 hours. And I'm like, well, why'd you go into work? She's like, oh, yeah, because I wanted to take the girl in and it was no big deal. Um, And I was like, so, you know, if you leave work now and you get the test tomorrow, you're not getting paid for the one day. She goes, what? <laughs> I was like, who put that in your head that you would get paid? Like those days are gone, long gone of you getting paid to take tests. Now you're just a day off. Like you won't get fired. You won't get a write-up or anything, but you take your sick time. But <laughs> uh, it. So mm-hmm. it is true. People are still believing that they can take this time and get all oh, get paid to work full work day. Like, nah, like, sorry to tell you that mom, it's you, you got zero, you got zero hours that day. <laughs> so, or tomorrow. They know there, there's a bet. Huh? A bigger, um, you know, wheel that they are greasing in this in this machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one thing I'll say this last thing that's kind of um, concerning to me is the fact for how the virus actually works, or how I feel like it works, since it was created in a lab, and the way that it mutates. So um, we have a vaccine and the virus is mutating along with the vaccine that we have that's readily available, not the one that the military is supposed to have that's supposed to be the catch-all. But the more people that get vaccinated and we have these variants that keep coming out, but the variants, there's a little bit different. So like Delta, super strong, it was knocking people out left and right. Omicron is spreading more, so it's easier to catch, but the symptoms are a lot milder. Y'all are talking about this uh, new variant that's not considered a true variant yet, but may. IHU. Yeah, may at some point in time. And you don't really know what you're going to get. And so that, like, to me, it's concerning because we have this lab-created virus that can wreak havoc at any point in time. And it's just learning different ways on how to wreak that havoc. So it's eventually i think you know it gets to the point i'm worried that it gets to the point where it's too strong to be vaccinated against or um and well, go ahead, well, i was gonna say you got you got a lot of pieces i was gonna let you finish to finalize your statement so that's, that's that's pretty much it i mean i'm just worried well, that I, it gets to the point where it's just too strong to be vaccinated against because it's had the opportunity to come in contact with this vaccine you know that person and learn um, basically on how to protect itself, how to survive. Well, it's definitely like, uh, I, I don't even know if this is a real bio, bio uh, engineered artificial, artificial intel- intelligence. I don't even know if that's like a category, but I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like it, it is in that sense, the, the mutations and the ability, the ability to adapt. But at the same time, I kind of look at it. Um, wow. I, any medical, um, you know, overseeing their their thought process is never on extinction of whatever disease, whatever it is. There is how can we make sure it can be tolerable? How can you know you're not gonna die, but it can be, you know, it can. Yo, hey, yeah, you got to get boosters or you got to get this. Like the common cold used to kill people, but they figured out ways to make it tolerable. Fever, all of these things, you know, that we deal with and don't think about chickenpox, you know. That it's it's all of these things have that same cycle where their thought process is more on the how can we figure out a way to make this tolerable within the human beings so that then you know we can be able to to keep them you know functioning but we can also hey but you need this pill or this juice or this 
you know, whatever it is, just to go ahead and keep on ticking and keep on moving. But all things are going to continuously sit there and evolve. I mean, just like the flu, the flu virus, you know what I mean? It, flu period. It's constantly think, uh, being um, the, uh, what are the vaccines? Yeah. yeah, I'm about to say the strands. Every year and we got a new strand. It's being, uh, every year it's a different type of flu. And it's on a schedule. Vaccine. Yeah, and yeah. so it's it's that it's it's this is the natural I, cause. How you tell the flu? How <laughs> <laughs> you tell the flu on a schedule? <laughs> but that's 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 the thing about it is ultimately, just like how slick the CDC, uh, you know, them saying let's move it down to five days, but seeing that overall most people aren't aware and thinking of it on that, but that is definitely politics of you know businesses and corporate. Hey. We are seeing far too many people, you know, and, and cats who are tied into these different insurance companies invested in these different insurance. We are seeing way too many XYZs. Money is going down. We need to figure out a way to stop this. Oh, hey, well, that's what it is, is everybody's taking the what you call it, the seven. We go down to five, we'll be good. CDC, hey, change that to five. Let's go. And I mean, it's all it's it's all politics and money. Even with the disease, we still don't know what <laughs> area or where it was truly bio, you know, engineered to be hey, able to understand how it's playing out. When was the last time y'all heard something about China and COVID? Wuhan. After, after 45 left over, that was it. That was it. That, that's, that, that, was a, that was a finger point, boy, but that's a different story. He said Wuhan, China ain't nothing up with. Yeah. Hey, did anybody, has anybody seen the movie um, uh, Don't Look Up Yet? Yes, yeah, but I that, did that was the stupidest movie I've seen in my life. I can't believe I wasted that time watching that. Right, movie. but it's it was good though because we're it's talking a, about things now, how things work because it's all that's the the thing, about is, money. Is, <laughs> I think that um, because what I realized too is I went into it with a different mindset because of the actors who were um in the film, and so in it being such a satire and done in the way it was. <laughs> it took me settling into that understanding before I could focus and give it the appreciation it deserves. Yeah. Because in initial watching and, and getting into it, I'm just like, wait a minute, this is not, I was definitely in for more of an Armageddon type, you know, feel. That's what I thought I was getting into. So I was in that mindset and I'm like, yo, but this got these little in you. And then I'm like, oh, they're really like going at society hard right now and really yeah. flipping it like to the most extreme of just like, yo, this is exactly what y'all fools are doing. Stuff will be, and all you got to do is look up and you can see what's going on and we're not, we're not going to look up. You know, it's not, you know what I mean? And it was mm -hmm. when you really got the chance to absorb that, it's, it's a, it's a great film. They did a great job because to put something like that in that package is, is, is dope. <laughs> he did like, I don't care what y'all hey, say. It was like I, 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 I see the parallel to 45 in the, in the, the rallies and the, it biggest is I I get it. The film was just so bad. It was like, oh my god! Like uh, the acting, the acting was it was, it was purposely bad for the reason of being bad that it became good because you're like, yo, this is crazy. And the fact that she kept talking about the general and that freaking charge of snacks that she pulled it through the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> there was everything though because even just the way that Brad Pitt flipped from the way he was initially to what he turned into. This man called Leonardo DiCaprio Brad Pitt. I was going to say, I see Leo DiCaprio. This is, yeah, I'm um, sitting here, I'm sitting like, Brad Pitt was the movie. Did I watch the same one? <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, the way that Leo, the way that he, he changed and evolved throughout the movie where it's like, yo, that's his focus was supposed to be a lot like um, Buddy who runs the CDC. Where, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, you know, it's a lot in this. I just want to tell the truth and just bring, you know, what the truth is. And then all of a sudden it's way to, oh, man, I got to, you know, I'm out here in the public eye. And it was just, <laughs> you saw so many different bits and pieces of society playing out and got a better little vision of understanding that that evolution process of like, yo, you will look at a, um, even like a Dr. Phil, you know, where he's not a doctor. <laughs> but it is like you look at the first time that he was on Oprah as just a quick special guest to who he is portrays himself out as now and it's just 
always interesting to watch that 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 process right what gets somebody from this nobody in some random place to all of a sudden now you're a superstar and and believe that you are you know ultimately what you're not <laughs> mm -hmm. yep yep man wow <laughs> so this leonardo dicaprio movie is no good it's i would watch it watch it's, it. it's it i would watch it i think it's oh, definitely um one of those those I would definitely like it. it ain't it ain't like um and I won't even say it won't win no awards because it'll mess around and win awards. Somebody, it, it will. In it. Twenty it already yeah. had twenty um twenty seventh spot for the award already. So yeah, but I was gonna say it's definitely one of those. It, again, I think that because I had a different perception going into it when you were initially introduced to it through like the commercials and stuff that I saw, I wasn't in the the thought frame of it being a satire. So if you go into a movie with the thought process of it being some serious stuff, and then all of a sudden this satire, like it would have been different if it was comedians and people that you, you yeah. looked for, you know, this type of, of, you know, satire and comedy from, but it was just, it, it kind of juggled your brain when, you know, I was looking for the seriousness and all of a sudden I'm like, Yo, she is popping off with this uh thing about the snack. Like that joke was hilarious. And there were just little different pieces that just kept on coming on that you're just like, well, wait a minute, they're not serious in this movie. Hold on. What? Uh, the um so, the, I think the, you'll the be son, to... the son, whatever his oh his, yeah, his position was yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> like what Yo, he was hilarious. He was hilarious. But it's it's once you got that concept. Go, go in with no expectations of a movie. But the high expectations of walking away with relating it to the real world. That's the best advice I can give you. Don't don't look, think you're gonna walk out with a great personal opinion. Don't think you're gonna walk out with a, a great movie experience. I still thought it was a great movie. And I, even I, a uh shout out to Tariq Tark. My dog said uh that's like he 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 loved it thoroughly. That man said he watched it back to back to back to back. So I mean it's definitely one of those. Uh, I, I guess, uh, in a sense, acquired taste according to BJ, but I, I definitely believe that the 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 view that it puts on society, especially in today's society, it is 100% worth the watch. That's too loud. Okay. I can't get back in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> two hours and like 20-something minutes. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a long one. It's a long, long one, man. The uh, and maybe it's 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 also one of those good ones you can put on while you doing something. You know what I mean, doing some work. It ain't. Out of the net, maybe I'd be like, I didn't to, feel like it's I a long movie. Two, yo, two hours and twenty-seven minutes. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm the person who like long movies. Now I'll be chopping them up. I'm too old for long movies. Like it's like, yo, let me watch like an hour. Like I don't know if any of y'all made it just straight through the new Matrix. No, I, no. I, I did. I did. I made it. I made it through. Yeah. Nah, man. I tried to watch that joint twice, both wow. times, yo. After that first, after that first twenty minutes, then it started to, to move. But yeah, you were right, Kay. Twenty minutes in, there was a all right, cool. Matrix one, reload, reload it again. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah. Listen, we can go on and on and on and on. And on. Uh, Brett, save us. Side side well, uh, movie note. I just um was seeing some things around Avatar 2. First off, there is uh, allegedly up to five Avatars that are going to come out. Yeah, that's um, But then also, these cats are talking about potentially trying to be able to release it in uh, 3D without glasses. Whoa. You know what, James Cameron, he did last time with the 3D. That sounds like I it's going to hurt my head. I don't know. How can they do it? It has to be IMAX only, maybe? I think they said the only thing that is potentially it's only for the vaccinated going to <laughs> you've already got the medal exactly. Um, right, that will potentially stop. Is it just Are you is, seeing uh, this? no projection? This regular <laughs> exactly <laughs> is that it would take you know upgrades of theaters. But uh, there, an, another side note: I don't know if you guys have heard about the Sphere um, in Las Vegas. So it is this new um, hotel that's getting built, hotel project that, I mean, it's like this huge sphere, but they're going to have like 360, uh, like Whoa. basically the whole thing is a screen and viewing. So you can go and uh, experience, you know, 
IMAX to the extreme. You know what I mean? So I think potentially that's another location. Obviously not this year, but that's the type of enhanced entertainment we are going to be seeing in the future where I encourage everyone to go and look up. It's called The Sphere. It's coming to Las Vegas. It's a new um, entertainment facility. Uh, essentially, but I mean, nothing but a big dome. They showed like the outside even can look like it's it's nothing but a big screen. It looks amazing. Check it out. Or, 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 let me know when it's time to go. You, exactly. Like a planetarium, <laughs> kind of planetarium, but like actual get to see interactive stuff. It's going to be kind of cool. And you have, to, you have to look it up. Like I can't even, yeah, that's my cool. explanation of it and trying to do it justice is not do any type of justice to what this building <laughs> is and what they're looking to execute in there and like showing some of the visuals of like what it would be to experience you know like a Cirque du Soleil but literally yeah. it's 360 and uh, it, it looks incredible it looks incredible um while we're talking about entertainment shout out to my guy Antonio uh one of our loyal podcast listeners listens every week um he just launched a travel channel on YouTube and it's specifically for black men encouraging us to travel the world and see things and understand that um, there is a different uh, experience uh, outside of the United States. Um, and he's basically got this travel channel. He's talking about Cartagena, Colombia, man, sorry, my Spanish kicked in. Um, Brazil, Cartagena, Cartagena, um, Trinidad, uh, all these different places that he goes and he travels to and how to do it, you know, inexpensively where you could stay. So shout out to Antonio. And and, and if, 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 if you want um, some good entertainment, go subscribe to learn to travel on YouTube. And um, as Art said, we'll put the we'll put the marker up here somewhere for you to make it easy. Hey, we're going to have to reach out to my dog, see if we can get him out here on the show. Exactly. Oh, get him on the show. That's easy. There it is. That's how we're going to begin 2022. I brought it in, fighting COVID, but we still here, making things happen. Uh, we're going to start wrapping this thing up. Coach K knows he got the, he's going to have the key shortly. Uh, but if you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, like, comment, all of the above. Um, make sure you check us out on the YouTube, uh, on Facebook at 13th Floor Please, on Instagram at 13th Floor Please, and wherever else you're listening to the podcast. We on Apple, we on uh, what is it, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Follow us, like us, and share it. Share us. Uh, so we're gonna switch it up a little bit this week. My man BJ says he got some closing words for us this week. So we're going to go to you and then Coach K going to take us home. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. So I just want to take a second this week and kind of just talk about, we've talked about mental health before. Um, we've talked about um, as black men being able to figure out what it is we're feeling, express it, talk to people. If that means therapy, if that means just open up those around you, whatever. Um, but this New Year's for us and for the family start out on a wild ride. Um, got a call early New Year's Day. Um, we lost a 18-year-old family member to suicide. Um, and as more and more story comes out and what's going on, by my encouragement to all um, is, first of all, if, if you're feeling anything, you're going through stuff, please reach out to people, seek help. Um, I know that's easier said than done. I'm sitting in a position where I'm, that's not, I'm, I'm speaking of reaction right now um, than anything else, but also encouragement for people to open their ears and take any sign of a threat to one's life seriously. Um, if, if, if somebody sends a text message, I don't, I don't care if you, if you think they're playing or whatever, somebody is, is saying something about they, they don't know how they're going to make it through. They don't know that this situation is driving, pushing them off the edge. Um, take a minute to just go sit with that person and talk with them. If you're not near them, call them and get, or I, um, not, I would say I face, well, FaceTime them. I'm not on iPhone, but FaceTime them, FaceTime them, Google, whatever that, what's happening, and see them face to face. Um, I, I can't go into details right now. I, I wasn't there. I wasn't going on. Um, I, I wasn't part of the initial 
communications of, but there are silent cries for help people are giving. Um, and I just, I just make it even more so now that I'm making sure I'm listening out for those cries um, and for our youth as well. Um, there's, I, I think one of the things we've talked about in many different iterations over the last couple of years too, is that we're raising a different generation, a different way of thinking for youth. Um, how they approach problems, how they deal with, with things is not the same that, that we did. Um, for all of us that suck it up and deal with it attitude and you'll get over, you'll be fine. That doesn't work for this generation. Um, that, oh, don't worry about it, it's not a big deal, whatever, like that, they need, they need an outlet, they need somebody to talk to. Um, so again, take any text, call, if somebody is acting strange, is acting different, you don't hear from them a while, take the time to go check upon them, go see what's going, what's going on, call somebody else that can get to them faster than you can. Like, hey, go by and see such and such and stop by real quick, I'm on my way over there. If it's gonna take you 30 minutes to get there, call somebody who's five minutes away to go be there until you get there. Um, there's just so many things going through my head about what could have been done or what, could, what was said and not picked up on because empty stuff had happened in the past or whatever it's just but i just want to say take the time and say that um bo we miss you um we love you and and we will continue to fight for those that we need to make sure we're, we're here to support whenever we're here to support so if anybody needs to talk ever 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 everybody knows that knows me knows my phone line is open like i don't care what time of night what time of morning it is um but just urge you if you, if somebody's acting off, you know something's going on in their life, please reach out to them, um, check up on them, send somebody over there, do something. I, I don't care what it is, but we have to make sure we're taking care of each other and and listening to those silent cries because sometimes we just don't pick up on it or we don't take it seriously. Um, but I think nowadays we need to take every single signal as as serious as possible. And just make sure we take care of our fellow man. So I appreciate the time.